This is the Myrtle Street Podcast. Back at it. We here. And I have Annex Religion. Yes, sir. What's up, man? How you been? Shit, man. Trying to stay out the way, bro. Trying to stay, stay out, out of trouble. Way? Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. That's good, bro. That's good. That's good. How you been? I've been good, man. I've been just working, man, because uh, this music shit is it's a journey, it's you know? It's a fucking journey, bro. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well... It's good to be here though, man. I, I've been trying to get here. I've just been having a lot of shit going on. Yeah, I feel you too. You got damn forever to get your ass in. <laughs> you know, uh, well, shit, shit. Uh, straight into the music, nigga. I wrote a couple questions down. Right. You, uh, you got any details about what you got on SoundCloud already? Um, see, well, I had a lot of, I had an album out. I mean, a mixtape out on SoundCloud, but um, I signed to Con City Records and I started taking a different approach. Mm-hmm. So I took a lot of my music off SoundCloud. I got three songs on there right now. Four. Four, four, four songs. Yeah, I got four on there right now. But my album that I'm working on is called Life, and I plan on putting it out on all all streaming platforms, Apple oh, Music, okay. yeah, Spotify, you, everything. Okay, well, uh, well, actually, that's perfect because then I can put them in my videos and shit like that. Transition. Bandos. Oh yeah. Bandos. Okay. Bandos is pretty fucking dope. Where you like that? Yeah, you like that? Yeah. I like Bandos. That was just you on that. that just, was just me. You on well, that? The, see, the guy on the hook is a uh, Don Omar. He's a he's a pretty big in the Spanish community. Okay. And I heard his song, and I just, I because that's I couldn't the, understand that's it. The, that's sampled from um, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. There you yep. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I song was on sure. Fast yeah, and Furious. Yeah, 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 yeah. And because I couldn't understand the lyrics, I went and did a little research. You, you had know? a little Espanol in there yourself. I, I tried. I tried you a little tried, something, 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 something. But yeah, I did a little research, but, um, man, and he was talking. He was talking real good on that. So I just wanted to throw my spin on it. Got you, got you, got you. Uh, I got a lot of love. For a little that. intro. The intro was nice because then you lead into your verse, and that that was the best part. Facts. Uh, you said something in there. You, you use the term financial freedom, mm-hmm. and I want to know what that means to you. Okay, I'm glad you asked me that because. <laughs> I use that term a lot okay. because um, it's kind of it kind of gets misunderstood sometimes. But mm-hmm. financial freedom isn't necessarily being rich. Very true. Very true. Financial freedom is being at a place where money doesn't dictate success. Ooh, go ahead. Money doesn't dictate how well you're doing in life. You know, I want to be to the point where it doesn't matter what's in my bank account. I'm 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 successful. I'm happy okay. with my life. Okay. You know, and financial freedom is something that us as a black community is very seldom that we reach that level because we're always so focused on damn I need to get this or I need to get that money. I need to do this to make a thousand. I need to do that to make a million. Like I'm more focused on touching the ears than touching the pockets. You know definitely, what I mean? Definitely. And that's that's exactly what this fucking podcast is for, nigga. This podcast is for niggas standing outside the gas station selling them. Selling it, but that's some real shit. This this podcast is for is for the person at the goddamn at the goddamn counter staring at the nigga when the nigga with the with the mixtape came in and said, "Can I sell my mixtape outside this this gas station?" They said yes. That's they love. said yes to that young man. Very deep rooted in hip hop. I fucking love. That's why, bro. That's why you here. But, I know for a fact that you got fucking heat. You got some fucking fire behind you, bro. Yeah. So when you drop this life shit, I want to fucking hear it. Yeah, man. I I, I can't wait to get it out, bro, because uh, it's some shit on there, you know, because, I mean, all artists evolve. You yes, know? So definitely. So in this time that I've taken out of the music business, I've evolved into a whole nother type of artist where I'm really tapping into my life. I'm really tapping into what makes me me. And I know one thing, if if 
not that. Sitting down for 45 days to make you think about look, some bro. goddamn music. Look, bro. I wrote, I wrote some <laughs> shit. Okay. That should make you think about some goddamn some music. If we have time, I want to let you hear something. A little, little, little acapella or bro, something if like you that. Can, bro, right at the end, I'll let you slide straight through. Facts. Um, you had an ending, and I want you to shout out all your shit. Already. But, uh... Um, what was my what was my next question? Love in the city. What shawty was that about? Okay. See, that is crazy because I get that question a lot. Mm. But really, what I what I what I was thinking when I made Love in the City was the type of music that I create, mm-hmm. hip hop, mm-hmm. is frowned upon in our community. Believe it or not. For real? Listen, let me tell you, rapping about life rapping about shit that really happens ra- oh, rapping about I, yep go ahead for lack Preach. of better words conscious rappers don't get much love in the hood you know every, I, J. Cole dropped a new album and I'm talking about it to my homies and they all like oh J. Cole that nigga suck bro he, he ain't no little baby he ain't no I'm like look bro those are two different type of artists oh, oh preach nigga that, that, that's something I, I was also gonna ask you about um so well, there's two things. All right, so that that's one that's one legitimate thing because those are two very different styles of rap. Very different. Also, two very different styles of people. Facts. J Cole comes from a more very humble type of rap. Yeah. The baby, he doesn't come from a more flashy form of rap. He comes from a I didn't have shit, Facts. so now I will show you what the fuck I have. Facts. Which is which is understandable to me. Yeah, I don't got it's, no problem with I that. I have no problem with that because I don't have none right now. So shit, if I get it one day. I might just be that nigga with Facts. the with the with the shining teeth. Shit, Facts. I might yeah, do yeah. that. I feel you. But uh, J Cole recently announced that he was not doing any more features. Really? He said that shit. That's interesting. I did not. And know that. when I when I heard it, my first thought was, Do you think that you've done enough, or are you just about to focus on you? Because if you're just about to focus on you, whatever you drop better be so goddamn fire. <laughs> It better be so goddamn fire. The Facts. niggas that the niggas that should be your features better be inspired. They Facts. better be inspired. Cause if you don't, then that just means the people you should have been fucking with, mm-hmm. you just let them down. Facts. Because Stunner for Vegas, perfect mm-hmm. example. Facts. I remember seeing clips of him everywhere and shit. Pretty much like everybody else at the time. Mm-hmm. You rapping, let's see where that nigga can go. But most places in North Carolina, it's all the same. You got your little gang, your little clique of niggas. Y'all just trying to make it out the hood. That's yeah. that's how it is. Um. With that being said, he trying to make it out the hood. The baby was trying to make it out the hood. Yeah. The baby already had a following. But his following didn't really pop off until he had to pop a nigga mm-hmm. in a grocery store. Right. Scandal is a motherfucker in this business, man. Scandal is, they say it all the time, any publicity is good publicity. True. You feel me? And shit, it's crazy that that's how it is because I remember when the baby was Baby Jesus. Egg fucking exactly. Doing, doing shows bro, in Concord. I met this nigga like four, five times. That's what I'm saying, bro. In, like, in fucking uh, Hidden Valley when that shit broke. Exactly. Like four, five times, bro. Exactly, man. And it's crazy that it took that for Interscope to sign up. Exactly. You it's know what it's I mean? crazy like, it took that for the rest of the world to notice him. It is crazy, bro, because when you when you when you think about it, how many rappers 
let me let me take that back because one thing I don't like doing is calling artists rappers because okay not all rappers are artists and not all, and not all artists, artists are rappers. Are rappers. Gotcha, so gotcha. how many artists do you know right now without a deal but can rap with the best of them? You that's, feel me? That's plenty of them. It's so many people out here, so much talent out here, but because I don't got a murder charge, because I don't have a drug charge because I didn't get locked up for selling pounds and pounds of drugs. I'm not getting as much notice as I should. Well, see, that's that's whenever that's whenever the old and the new are truthfully compared. Because <clears throat> do you think Gucci Man could get a deal right now? Do I think Gucci Man could get a do you deal? Think right now? Old Gucci Man could get a deal right Ooh, now. Ah, uh, right now today, the old Gucci even Man, better. Do you think old Jeezy could get a goddamn deal right now? Shit, it'll be hard as fuck. It'll be hard as it'll a motherfucker, bro. Fuck, these niggas, these niggas talk so much shit about the young generation, but don't yeah. realize. Like for perfect example, one nigga I truthfully fuck with right now, the nigga locked up, and I, I truthfully, I fuck with his music. I don't see the nigga getting out anytime soon. If he does, I'd, I'd be happy for him. Melly. Oh yeah. Melly. Yeah. He got he he he's not the best rapper, but I don't see him as a rapper. I see him as a vocalist. A, he's very talented. Very very talented. Very talented. This nigga, the first notice he got was in from the verse. The first time he was noticed was when he was in Florida, and he got noticed for shooting around the corner from school. He ain't shoot nobody. He was just shooting a gun outside fucking school. Hmm. Now, I don't know if it's that's because it's Florida. Hmm. But I know for a fact, if you do that on Bird Road <laughs> in Concord, North Carolina, <laughs> your ass going to be yeah. sitting for a yeah. fucking while. Under the jail. So, to imagine uh, maybe 16, 17-year-old Gucci, man, doing that. Now, I don't. I still don't think he would ever it's, reach where he is now. No, nah, and it's different times, man. It's a different generation. It's a different set of ears listening to the music. You know what I mean? Perfect. People, yeah. People perfect. want people want little pumps. People want shit like that. You know what I mean? They see this is something somebody told me, and it, it made me mad. But I started to think about it, and I understand them. People want to be entertained. Very they true. don't want to think about what they go. They already got to go through life. They yeah. already got to deal with this and this and that. Very so if true. you're rapping about real shit, they don't want to hear it. You know, they want to be entertained. They want but, to party. But with that being said, I think, I think that it applies to the 2000 babies. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely a a group, the the majority. The masses. Okay. But there's definitely a large, also a large group of people like us okay, who still cool. appreciate real cool, hip hop. Cool, cool, cool. You know what I mean? Because if you look through my phone, I, I have a little bit of everything. But majority of it, YBN Corday. He's one of the new insanely, insanely talented. talented. Wait, bro. he's from he's from South Carolina, North Carolina, and then he went to Baltimore. Yep. Transition. So you said you got you got twelve songs on the on, on, on the mixtape mm -hmm. album. Album, album. Yeah. Full album. blown album. Full blown album. All right, so I recently learned niggas will not stay for the whole album. Oh yeah. They will not stay. Oh yeah, you gotta so, be a real fan. You got you gotta be a true fucking fan for that. Mm -hmm. I that it ties into what we were talking to talking about the age the age groups. Okay, so it's a it's a very finite group of people who pay attention 
for the whole entire album and mixtape process. Because mm-hmm. if you remember back in the day, Lil Wayne would drop dedication, any dedication, and you want to hear the dedication. Every song. Every song. Every song. You want to <clears throat> hear all of, all of I Am Not a Human Being. Mm-hmm. You want to hear all of Carter. Because if you don't hear it and a nigga mention it in school, <laughs> then you left out. You are left the fuck out. Facts. Some of the songs I didn't like, I had to goddamn listen to. You see what I'm saying? And it's not like Lil Wayne didn't drop no fire. It's just that sometimes the nigga was too far gone on some of his shit. Facts. So I want to know with life, where where is is this your whole life wrapped up on an album, <laughs> or is this? last few years or is this your knowledge about life so it's more it's more along the lines of don't judge a book by its cover right because when you see me when when anybody sees me what they see is a 25 year old 24 year old black man with dreads who comes from the hood so automatically i get this title I get this title of, oh, he probably sell drugs, or he probably does drugs, or he probably don't take care of his kids. It's a whole lot that comes along with that. But what people won't know is that I've, I've been to college, I've got degrees, I've, mm. I've worked in corporations, I've worked with some of the biggest names, but, and I'm very intelligent, and people wouldn't know that. So the reason I'm doing life is, it's like, Beyond what you see on the surface, you have to look behind that. Very much like you said, ju- don't judge a book by its cover. Exactly, and That's the true. cover, the cover of life, the, just the cover now. The cover is made up of the lifestyle that they think I live. It's, it's you they see I, you and think they know your fucking life. Exactly, feel you. you feel me? Feel so you. you won't really understand it till you open the CD. Gotcha. And you listen to what's on the inside, then you will know that what's on the cover ain't got nothing to do with what's on the inside. That's a goddamn. So life is more about not not really so much as my life, but our life. About what we have to go through as a people. About what we have to go through in this culture of music, period. Ooh. Okay, so you said as a people. That shit real. I am... That's a good question for you two. Okay, so I'm, I've learned in the last year and some change that I'm very pro-black. Mm. I am very pro-black. Put that to work. This is this is my my vision of it, right? I feel like this album, this album specifically, is gonna open up a lot of minds. It's gonna make people think about things before they do things, because um, a lot of the times, man. I mean, I, like you said earlier, I'm pro-black, you're pro-black, and just because we're pro-black, that doesn't mean that we hate white people. Exactly. That doesn't mean exactly. that we hate any other race. It's just that our race has, we need we need each other. We exactly. have to support each other. So I feel like this. I feel like this. This album, my music, is gonna open some minds up to being more. More thoughtful, more mindful of the things that we do and the things that we say and the way that we portray ourselves. Because a lot of people don't know, but perception is everything. I can go to a party, I can go to an event, not perform any songs. But take pictures, shake hands, exchange information, and post it on social media, and you would think that I was the life of that party if you weren't there. You know what I mean? So perception is everything. It's just you have to, especially in this age of social media, man. 
everybody's on social media almost every hour of every day. So what you show them is is how you get them. Very true. Very true. Um. So. Alright, I'm about to go. Alright. I'm gonna fuck with you, bro. Got gotcha. you. I, I know. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Alright, little man. You be good. Tell us a little ourselves what's up. I see you, bro. You too, bro. Be safe out here. You too, bro. I'm gonna see you again. Yeah. Okay, cool. I ain't know how y'all interact outside of that. The music, the music is one area in which I am truthfully trying. I want, I want North Carolina. Okay, so here's how I see music in in America right now. America operates music. Black people operate music. Period. Hip hop is the highest grossing form of music there is period Facts. regardless of what you can see black influence in every form of music there is regardless Facts. Miley Cyrus takes from black music <laughs> country music takes from black music rock music takes from black music and not even just that industries the In- NFL e- commercials Pepsi everything exactly every bit of it now we might try to stray from black people as black people, mm-hmm. like like Stacey Dash on her little bullshit and and Odell Beckham on his little bullshit. However they want to play their games, mm-hmm. I'm not black. OJ thinking I'm not black. Whatever, I don't give a fuck how you feel. You're black, my nigga. They don't care what you look like. You black to them, but top five states when it comes to hip hop are what New York, mm-hmm. California. Florida, Georgia, Texas. Facts. Facts. Big facts. So, in those top five states, the music is everywhere within them states. It's not like one county. Yeah. Georgia, I wouldn't even put Georgia as within the top three. I'd put it as like number five because Atlanta yeah. is primary. It's you go to much, Atlanta yeah. to play your shit. That's what happens. Facts. Um, so... What I was, what I want to do with this podcast is make North Carolina a whole, mm. because even in New York, you can go outside of New York, New York, and you start hitting the country, mm-hmm. and you're not in the regular New York no more. Yeah, you in a different part of New York. You in like Syracuse. And <laughs> yeah, shit like that. you don't know Facts. where the fuck you at. Yeah, you go to California. All of California will give you hip hop music. But, um, <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna chop that out. But uh, you go to Houston to play your shit in Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, Florida, Florida's kind of a wild card. Kinda All like, of yeah. Florida is just a wild card. I'm gonna say anywhere in Florida is it's pretty much the spot. So here's how I'm seeing it: if we can make North Carolina. The, the primary counties in North Carolina are what? Mecklenburg, mm-hmm. Fayetteville, mm-hmm. Greensboro. Yep. Transition. That's that's when I learned I wasn't a rapper because I would not have... I didn't have that type of commitment to do that shit. Mm-hmm. And to know that you've been rapping as long as you've been rapping, you have had a nice good bit of commitment. Every now and then, I might get a nice little verse in my head, put it in the phone. I ain't going to act like I ain't never done that, but, I mean, I got my phone packed full of shit to this day. Facts. For forever. Like, but, uh, I love this shit. I love this shit. 
And I can clearly tell you love this shit. Like a motherfucker, man. And it's deeply rooted in the black community to a level in which you can tell we all have our own specifics. Yeah. But I want to break those walls down within North Carolina because we could be the sixth, seventh state. We could be the first fucking state. Absolutely. We have no recognition in this state besides J. Cole, the baby, Stunner for Vegas, and Petey Pablo. That's it. That is all our recognition. And you want to know who I want to get on this podcast? Who's that? Petey fucking Pablo. That'd be amazing. That'd be fucking For amazing real. to me. Because Petey was the first one. The first one. The first. I can't think of another artist from North Carolina that was out before him. He's the only one. Yeah. And I bring him a goddamn white t-shirt and tell him to wear that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I will. Facts. A clean ass white polo. Hell yeah, man. And the reason why, the reason why I feel like the music is so so big in the community is this. It's a it's a way for us. It's a way for us to express ourselves. It's a way for people to hear us, cause coming out of my mouth, you know, if I'm just talking to you, and you're a white guy or a white woman working from some corporation, you're not necessarily gonna hear me. You know, you might listen. You she might don't feel my pain. Yeah, you're not gonna really feel it, you know. And something about music, it touches into another emotion on people. Robbie heard one of your songs. What song is it? I think it's Banda. I don't think it's Banda's. I don't know which one it is, but you mentioned Malvern. And you mentioned all the streets right down around the block. Yep. You mentioned them shits, and he just went off. He was like, oh, shit. He was <laughs> I was like, nigga, what do you mean? Like, this Fact. nigga's from here, bro. Yeah, He's I, from here, I, here, bro. Yeah, I always try to try to not not forget where I come from. And that's no the, matter what level of success I get to, I'm from Lincoln Street. Yeah, you know what I mean? This is life, bro. And, and that's what I think that's what hip-hop started with. Life. Transition. Do you have other things you, you want to do? I know for a fact, you a goddamn beast on the football field. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you are now yeah. still. Nah, yeah. You got a little up there. Yeah, nah. I but. still, I still uh, football is a really big part. Like, football and music are in a, pulling a close race, man. Cause oh, yeah. I still, I play semi-pro now. Oh, I, bet. And I played in college, you hear me, just two years ago. You know, so football has is, is always been a big part of my life, man. That's something that I, I want to get into, even if it's just coaching these kids. You still got that one clip? I I promise you I do. You still got it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, bet. I, I kept bet, I bet. kept all of my shit, man. But I do want to give back to because something that people don't know is they don't teach you what it takes to be an NFL receiver. Mm. They teach you what it takes to be a high school receiver, a pop Warner running back. You should, whatever level you're at, that's what they teach you. Yeah. When in fact. You could be learning how to be an NFL receiver from the get-go. Mm. It's all about coaching. It's all about who you have around you and teaching you what's right and what's wrong. Okay. Like, I want to give I want to give back to those kids who who are talented in sports or who want to be talented in sports and want to do more for themselves. So that is something else that I want to do. If it's not coaching, you know, I want to get better coaches. I want to put money into programs because a lot of schools are losing their sports programs altogether. Well, one thing I um I always pay attention to, I don't think it's fu- It's not necessarily. Well, okay, we. I grew up playing football at the boys and girls club, mm. so anytime I see any little boys and girls club type shit, I drop ten twenty dollars on whatever it is, just because okay. I I I knew how it was to grow up in that. My mom she worked two three jobs, so I went out my way. 
I sat at the Boys and Girls Club, go straight from the building, straight over to the little football field, do practice. Mm-hmm. She right there after I get out of practice. Facts. I didn't, I didn't, I ain't, I ain't respect it then because I was just tired as fuck. Facts. Getting abused by coaches and shit. Like, yeah. they expecting the, the life out of me. Facts. And I'm fucking nine, ten, <laughs> and shit yeah. like that. Facts. But, I mean, that's just how it was. So, I do think the Boys and Girls Club has played a lot of parts in a lot of Concord. Mm-hmm. So, do you think, do you think that'll be a, I think the Boys and Girls Club could be its own school. Oh, that's hell yeah. In Concord. Hell yeah, man. The Boys and Girls Club, I can't think of any friends, any homies who didn't play, that didn't play a big part in their life. Because like you said, our mothers, our fathers, they have to work to provide. Stabby. Exactly. I met most of the... the, At the Boys and Girls Club. At the Boys and Girls Club, Our parents have to work more than one job to provide for us. And a babysitter isn't always an option. I met Michael Jordan because I got to go to the Boys and Girls Club, bro. You see? It's the shit that it's the type of shit that inspires kids and make them want to do better for themselves when yes. they see Michael Jordan. Because I met all of the University of Georgia football players when yeah. I was at the Boys and Girls Club. That's like, fucking dope. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it inspired me to want to do better. It inspired me to want to... It actually got my fucking homework done. Because exactly. I didn't do no homework exactly. until then. I, I honestly think the Boys and Girls Club is the only reason I made it to college. Because when I saw... When I saw what they look like and how strong they look and how well off they are, I saw their cafeteria, I saw their, mm. their living arrangements. I mean, it just made me want to go to college so bad, and I did everything I could to get there. And I think that's something that we that we need to focus on is mm. the kids. That's the next that's the next generation. When we old and dying, those are going to be the people taking care of us. You know. Okay. So I think kids is where it's very important, very important aspect of life. All right, so. We just had a real nice conversation. Hell yeah. We had a real good conversation. <laughs> and uh, I gave you a lot to, a lot to put in the fucking freestyle. <laughs> so if you want to go straight acapella on it. Yeah, yeah, see. I'm going to let you hear some shit, man. I bet. Let you hear some shit, and I'm going to let y'all get my information where y'all can find me. Hell yeah, definitely. This right. is the Myrtle Street Podcast. I am Camo of Dresden, and this is Annex Religion. Right here. All right. <clears throat> Look. I'm giving y'all that Carolina feel. Flow so sick, not even your favorite doctor will. Try to heal. Got them all thinking that that young nigga got a deal. Just cause I went and copped some cleats don't mean I'm making plans to hit the field. Maybe I am, and maybe I ain't. If you was smart, you wouldn't ask a crazy nigga to drink. I got a flow that make a nigga turn to huff in the paint. That's because puffing the stank wasn't enough for this dank. They spit irrelevant shit. And I know that people gonna love it, but if they pass the stage to me, I'ma speak on the subject. Why every nigga with a voice gotta die? Or every time a nigga doing good, they kill his legacy with lies. He was repping a gang or selling some dope, but we all know how that shit go. We done seen it before. They uh, talk on the news and troll on the internet and they setting niggas up, but ain't no time to get into that. So just understand me when I say this for real. My nigga Nipsey had a vision, he was destined to will. And they took him out, cause they saw what was coming. Another nigga about to change the world who came up from nothing. Look at 
Pac and Biggie, they was murdered in public because their lyrics had the power to cause riots and ruckus. And imagine if they grew into a powerful leader. They can't allow two men like that to give out faith to believers. Believe me, I know them crackers hate to picture me rolling, but picture me holding a picture of some shit that's exposing. They can't do nothing about me because the shit I'm withholding and I got mail in different colors. Ain't no need of me folding. Don't need to step into the ring with the likes of Billie Jean. Keep on dancing to your music with the mic between your jeans. While I travel overseas, hitting bitches in threes, and I'm sticking to the code and keeping the music. Music street. street as in keep it real, not street as me getting killed. If you niggas knew the difference, you probably would have a deal. But you niggas really selfish, want your chain and want your wealth. Well, you can have it, just make sure you know money won't last forever. If you go and give some knowledge to them niggas in college, and they pay it back in homage, then that's an eternal profit. See, but I'm an animal raised cage in a way I cannot explain. Defeated by the ones who create and funded the game. I used to think that I was smart and would never run with lanes until I realized the niggas beside me didn't feel the same. It was strange. I stepped to the side and I thought of better nights, catching flights. Woke up from that dream and got my weapon right. I know this road that I'ma take, shit, it might leave me dead tonight, but I gotta go get it for my family. Nigga, fuck the price. Boom. The mind of the less fortunate is orchestrated. One mistake in life and your outcome is fully formulated. Damn, money is the root of evil. What they do to us is equal. We starving because they eat, and they eating because we starving. The hood is where this shit started. They moved us to the departed. We never dilly departed. We only just getting started. Wish we could just restart it. Man, I wish we could just restart it. In the mind of many men who did everything, even penny pinch, they wouldn't give a shit. So we found a way to go get it quick. Poor don't have a race. It don't matter about black or white. It's about taking rights from people who live in life. Now tell me. What's his plans towards immigration? His answer is build a wall and he doesn't show hesitation. But what about North Korea? I heard he talking about bombing. He said, fuck him. It's a shithole country. We can't Saddam him. But ask him about helping the projects. They fucking need it. Or why 12 get off with murder? Like a bitch kid in a fetus. If you ask him shit like this, his response is that it's nothing. See, man, <laughs> I'm going to stop right there. But, but, believe yeah, it, yeah, God yeah. Damn. for real, man. Oh, yeah, man. I see that's the type of shit I touch on in my music. So, whenever this album drops, y'all make sure y'all stay tuned to the Myrtle Street podcast because I'm gonna definitely be back again to let y'all know when the album drop. Um, you can follow me anywhere, anywhere Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Tumblr, goddamn blackpeoplemeet.com. <laughs> FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> Everywhere it's all the same. Annex Religion. A N A X Religion. That's Annex Religion. All platforms. I appreciate you having me on again. Hell yeah, man, dude. Real. And this has been the first episode of the Myrtle Street Podcast, motherfuckers. Thank you for listening.